You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Tuesday, April 6th. Now, normally we would have a Tony Tuesday, but unfortunately he couldn't make it. So instead, we've got our guy, Josh Axelrod from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. I'm going to dig into him because Sam Darnold got traded to another team and (laughs) I just have to let him have it. But we're going to talk about that, give a little bit more nuance to the Steven Nelson situation and how, how people are interpreting it. And then finally... We're going to start a new segment of Steelers fans don't do that thing. And this is some things that we've seen Steelers fans do on social media that, hey, let's pump the brakes on. So it's going to be a fun show right here on the Locked on Steelers podcast, which you can subscribe to because we're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. We're on Google Podcasts and the Odyssey app, which used to be Radio.com. Download us anywhere. Rate us five stars with a positive comment, and you get a shout out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So we had to switch it up a little bit this week because... Uh, Tony wasn't feeling too well, so we got we, we'll bring him back later in the week. We, you know, sometimes things things happen. We're looking to bring him back on Thursday if possible. If not, you know, he'll be back next week for Tony Tuesday. But we did have a chance to move up one of our guests. I think Josh, this is the first time we've ever had you on by yourself with me, because uh, normally you're with you're with Dean I and Pietro on Wednesdays, and because we had some other schedule sna- schedule snafus. I was like, let's just get Josh on to on for the Tuesday episode. So thank you for adjusting your schedule as well, Josh. Yeah, this is my first solo round with you. I'm excited. Uh, and, you know, something, some, of course, something happened today that was perfect for a conversation we had last <laughs> week. So uh, you're welcome for the opportunity to yell at me one-on-one. And I will take this opportunity to yell at Josh, because if you remember last week's episode when he was just pounding the table for, for Sam Darnold, well, he's off the table because the Carolina Panthers have now traded a 2021 fourth round and 2022 second and sixth round picks, or excuse me, I think I flipped that around, a sixth round pick for 2021 and a second and fourth round pick for 2022. Altogether, three draft picks for Sam Darnold. Um, Going from the Jets to the Panthers, it's, you know, I saw some people are are reacting to it like, man, that's not that high a price, but I think it actually kind of is for what what Sam Darnold, you know, brings for you. Uh, you know, Josh, now that he's off the table, you were, you were against this from the door. You're, you were for, you were for bringing, bring him here. I was just like, nah, I just don't see the value in giving up any picks unless it was just a six round. If it was just a six round pick, different story, but still the money that would have came involved for Sam Donald was just too much for me. When you saw that trade, what was your reaction? I mean, my initial reaction was just that the pants, the Panthers fleeced the jets. Like, <laughs> frankly, I, if you're going to trade the, a former number three overall pick, you got to get more than a, a sixth rounder for this year and a couple decent picks in 2022. I'll give them that. They got decent 2022 value. I don't know. I mean, the Panthers were in desperate need of a quarterback competition and they got a dude for cheap. Frankly, I think that was a pretty cheap, a pretty, a pretty cheap price they had to pay. And my second thought was if that was all the Steelers had to pay for Sam Darnold, I would have done that. And I mean, sorry, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just say that what I said last week still stands. I (laughs) think next year should be treated more as the stop, the stopgap year. Sorry, sorry, not next year, 
the year after next, when I'm assuming Ben retires, should be treated as a stopgap year. And if the Steelers want to make, maintain relevancy, don't think Haskins and Rudolph are the guys to do that. And if that was all it took to get a guy like Darnold, money, money or no money, I would have at least taken a flyer on it. But at the same time, good for the Panthers. And also, may, may I just say, good for the Panthers social media team on that awesome uh, Sam Darnold mono meme that they brought back to announce him. So honestly, the Steelers wouldn't have had the wherewithal to do that. So it's for the best <laughs> you wind up down there anyway. Well, I'll I'll say this for for uh, for for the for the Panthers. They're in a position where they have they have more more salary cap room. Um, Darnold's salary cap hit on theirs by after this trade. Uh, this, the, the numbers came out pretty quickly on this. He's only going to cost them uh, four point seven million dollars ish against the cap next year. That brings their total salary cap flo- uh, to you know for next season or for the, yeah for this upcoming season down to about ten million, I believe. So they still have enough space to sign their rookie class and then do anything else that they need to get done this year. The question, of course, is what he's going to cost next year if, if on the fifth year option deal. Um, Which they already exercised, right? Didn't they already announce that they were exercising that? Yeah, well, I think I think so. Um, I, I'm they, this is all this has all happened very quickly while we're doing a lot of stuff, just stuff here. So uh, we're still fleshing out details. And if they're taking that option, that's going to be interesting money wise to see what they do because you're also looking to pay Christian McCaffrey. You got a lot of other options on the table. Um, but hey, if you if they feel like he's their guy, that great. I just I don't see it. I, I think that I think that they're in a position where. Uh, I, I, again, this is why I said no for the Steelers. I'm like, listen, it, if if you could get Sam Donald for free, absolutely. If you can get him for super duper cheap, sure. But a second round pick, a second round pick is often what's involved in trading up to get into to get the kind of first round positioning to get the quarterback that you actually want for your future. And that's again where I think the Steelers will be this time next year, where they'll be saying, hey, where could we trade up to get one of the quarterbacks next year, like Sam Howell out of UNC? Um, so. That's where that's where I I still think that it would have wouldn't have been it, it it still wouldn't have worked for the Steelers at this price, um, but but hey you know now Sam Darnold's off the table we see what that's kind of what that's kind of worth um, and and it's funny because you know you know I'm talking to some of the other locked on hosts uh, you know in the, we have our own like private Twitter DM. Uh, groups where we talk about things and a lot of people are like man like they found one of the few quarterbacks who was worse than Teddy Bridgewater uh, so uh, it, interesting interesting looks here we'll see how that plays out in Carolina but again the Steelers they want to go get their own guy who they can they can put their own fingerprints on and you know mold him mold his NFL career that way it's I just don't see that happening with Sam Darnold coming to coming to Pittsburgh and having to shake off all the problems that he got in, in, in New York and then them dealing with the money situation here. But we will see how that goes in Carolina. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. You guys heard me talk about Steven Nelson yesterday. I wanted to talk to Josh about some other things that we've, we're starting to piece from the Steven Nelson news and uh, get some other topics right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to BetOnline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. 
Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with Josh Axelrod of the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. Now, Josh, I, I talked about this a lot yesterday, where you know we got the news going into the weekend, or you know the the report from De- from Dale Lolly at DKPittsburghSports.com that Stephen Nelson would uh, the the reason why he asked to be trade slash cut was because he didn't he he saw himself as not needing to have to compete against Cameron Sutton and that was an agreement that Cameron Sutton wanted to sign back for the two-year deal that he did with the Steelers. Now, there've been some different responses to to this to this report and what people thought about it. You know, some people posted in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group and they're like, "Man, that comes off kind of weak sauce." Um uh, because some people are like, "Hey man, just go like fight for your job." You know, you know, you know in in that situation. And and I get the part of you that says like, hey, you should be willing to stick stick this out or like prove that you are the man that you are. But in the NFL, I, I kind of get that you know when when you're in, when you're 28 like Steven Nelson, you you kind of want to be somewhere that that you that you have that that respect and that comfort level. And maybe that just played in too much for him to say like, ha, ah, I want to go somewhere that that does see me as a solidified starting outside corner without having to fight against you know younger guys that are on the roster. I mean. I'm not mad at Steven Nelson for trying to bet on himself here. Like the dude is an NFL caliber starting cornerback mm-hmm. and he clearly still sees himself that way. And he wasn't super excited about a younger guy trying to blow up his spot, which to be fair, I don't think anyone would be like, you know, the way I'm trying to blow up Dean's spot every week. Like I understand, <laughs> I understand that, that that's uh I understand that you trying to trade him in for a younger model makes him nervous. And I'm, Sure, that's what Stephen Nelson's feeling about Cam Sutton. So I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at Stephen Nelson for wanting to protect what's his. And I'm not honestly. This news kind of makes me even less mad at him for for forcing his way out of town because now we know exactly what the reasons were. And yeah, I mean, if you're not happy at your job, if you think someone's about to replace you, sure, go try to find something else. I and frankly, we don't have to worry about him anymore, so it's not really that big of a deal. But I think the bigger point here is that the people, the knee-jerk reaction that about about the juju binary, mm. that the only reason the Steelers uh, weren't able to keep Steven Nelson was because they paid juju. I just want all of those people to say sorry, and I want them to say it loudly <laughs> and clearly. And I but, hope or not that, even say sorry because you don't have to be sorry for being wrong, but just admit that you were wrong. No, I want an apology. <laughs> I, I, I think those people were being nasty and I think that they were, I think that was a very poor taste take, to be honest. And I don't know. Obviously I'm being a little hyperbolic. I, I just think it was obvious from the beginning there was more going on with Steven Nelson than just one was paid over the other. And considering there were two entirely different positions on offense and defense that had nothing to do with each other. So I just think it was pretty obvious from the beginning that was a basic take. And everyone who had that take should feel bad for being basic. Yeah, and and, and listen, in the in the instant that the two of those happened, because they happened within like the same hour when we when we heard that, I get looking at 
Juju signed a one-year $8 million. Steelers get $8 million in cap space from letting go Nelson. I get making that immediate comparison, but when it came out just another hour later that, well, hey, wait a minute, Juju's cap number is $2.4 million. Okay, that dis- dissociated them. And we said that right on this show. We've said, you know, we, we tweet, we've tweeted it. It's been something that we've digested a lot in this, you know, you know, as far as that. So like, you're right, that, that needed to be gone. And the thing was that people were still saying it the week after the fact. And, and after try like for the last, however long it's been now. Uh, it's been at least three weeks, right? Cause I still, that was, see, that, those, I still see those takes. Like, exactly. And, from prominent and, people too. And that's, that's the thing, Josh, I feel, I feel you on that. I feel you where, where people, they're, they're trying to make something that, that ain't. And with Steven Nelson, again, that was an isolated incident. And again, to, to his whole thing, you know, I, and I brought this on the show yesterday. The cornerback position, when you were a start, a legitimate starting outside cornerback, you get paid more money. But if he had, and this is the thing, Steven Nelson's contract was up this year. So say he goes into camp this year with the same deal ending this year. And he knows next year he has to get big, paid big because this is his last actual, this is probably his last big contract opportunity in the NFL. If he lost his spot to Cameron Sutton, because maybe he even saw like, hey, that dude is young and good and they might go with him, then he'd become a slot cornerback. And then that doesn't get him paid as much next year. Whereas if he hits free agency and someone needs an outside cornerback, maybe he can go there, reestablish himself and get the contract that he really wants to set himself up for the rest of his career. Again, I ain't mad at Steven Nelson for, for doing that. Um, that, that that's up to him, but to Josh's point, it just, we continue to see narrative after narrative get smashed about this because of the, as we get more information, you know, first it was, first it was that you know, the Steelers cut you, you'll cut, cut Nelson and Vince Williams and all the other guys so they can make room for Juju. And then we found out that wasn't the case. And then Tyson Alulu was part of that. Then we found out Tyson Alulu was coming back to the Steelers. So then that wasn't the case. Well, then Nelson wasn't the case. Then it turns out nobody was cut for Juju Smith-Schuster. Then Josh, we get, you know, it's, it's said, Oh, wait a minute. It's not real that, that, that the chiefs of the Ravens offered him bigger money. Well, sure. We haven't heard official word from the chiefs on, on that and you usually don't Marlin hear official word but we, but, right but marlon humphrey showed the ravens absolutely were in the mix so i feel you josh there needs to be a bit of a, a reconciliation is like hey i get that there was some mistakes on uh, you know early on about juju but if they if they're being pressed right now it's like come on man what are we doing here I apologize for harping on Juju as much as I do. He's obviously a flashpoint in in Steelers discourse, both in the media and just general Steelers fans. I don't understand how he's become this divisive, but he has. And it's just it's just exhausting when everything is his fault, when there's just so much else going on. And it's obvious from the beginning there's so much else going on. And all we have to do is wait just a little while longer for more information to come out. And I understand that's not how news works in 2021 because everyone has to react to everything instantly. I'm 100% sure I've been guilty of doing that and then wishing I had had a more nuanced take later when more information came out. But also Steelers fans, just calm down. And, and <laughs> just in general, just calm down. And like, again, again, I'm just going to say, I'm not mad at Steven Nelson. I I also respect him more knowing that this is what he was trying to do. And he's probably going to find a starting quarterback job on another team that needs him. Like I don't doubt that. Right. And Frank, and I, and frankly, I think Cam Sutton is good. And I think Cam Sutton has the potential to be just as good as Steven Nelson was at that position next year. So it seems like a win-win. 
in retrospect, it seems like a win-win for both Steven Nelson and the Steelers for what they need going forward. So frankly, I think all is well. Uh, agreed. I, I just, I, I think this is it. The Steelers are fine and Steven Nelson's fine. What I'll talk about at some point later this week, I'm not sure if I'll talk about this with Dean or Tony yet on Thursday, but I like the fact that there are, for the Steelers, I like the fact that there are still several cornerback names who are legitimate starting veterans in the NFL who are still in free agency. And we're now, what, three less than three weeks or a little more than three weeks away from the NFL draft. To me, that says that if, if it stays this way, which it may very well as teams kind of try to wait to see how they, the Steelers are in the, are in the boat where everyone's waiting to see what they do in the draft say the Steelers don't get the cornerback that they want say they don't get Asante Samuel in the second round or JC Horn in the first round and I don't think that I think either of those are are tough shots for the Steelers with the other needs that they have but say that that happens they can go right like hey Steven Nelson did you get signed yet guess what Mm -hmm. or you say hey AJ Bouye or hey Casey Hayward or hey Nickel Roby you know like there's there's all sorts of guys that are that are out there right now Brian Poole another one that you could sign and say hey we'll give this guy a shot and and you'll even tell him hey you're mainly here to fight as a slot cornerback because we want to give Cameron Sutton the right to play outside or you or you jumble it up either way I think that that's that's a very good sign for the Steelers that there's still a legitimate cornerback market out in free agency. We'll talk is, about that. Is Richard Sherman still out there? Yes, he is. For but again, I wonder for how how much money he he, he would be out there. He'd for. look good in black and gold. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he, listen, no one no no one would would argue that he wouldn't look good in black and gold. <laughs> I just I wonder for what his price tag will be and how much it, it, it would bankrupt the Steelers' salary cap because I assume it would be a lot. But I'd, ra- I'd rather have him than Sam Darnold. I'll just say that. <laughs> well, there we go. We finally got Josh around on Sam Darnold. <laughs> um, we're going to take one more quick break. We come back. We're starting a new segment here, and it's called Steelers fans don't do this thing because sometimes there's Steelers fans who do this thing and you just shake your head at it. So, Steelers fans don't do this thing. That's coming up right after this. But first, we got to talk to our friends at rockauto.com. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Josh Axelrod of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. We're starting this new segment that I thought about, and and I've kind of done this in unofficial ways without giving it a segment title, but we're going to do it you know, more officially here. Cause I think it's a, it can be a fun topic uh, that you come across, especially with all the things that happen on social media, but it's called Steelers Steelers fans. Don't do this thing. Now, <laughs> Josh, you and I probably think of this about this a lot in our head. Cause we're both Pittsburghers. Um, we've both seen over the years, lots of crazy things. The Steelers fans have done. Uh-huh. Um, so this week and Steelers fans don't do that thing. We're going to look at, you know, a post that Mike Hilton made. Now, Mike Hilton started this 
on Monday, and he posted this. And, uh, you know, Mike Hilton, of course, signed with the Bengals, you know, division rival, all this other stuff, and he's not there. And Steeler fans loved him, but now some people are hating on him. And Mike Hilton just posted the the Obama kind of shrug gif, like, what's up with these guys? And he says, calling me a snake and a traitor, but people are still following me with a laughing emoji. And um, and, and it kind of point it kind of pointed out something that does happen is that when somebody leaves, and this isn't just Steelers fans, but it is something that, that that Steelers fans are doing right now. When somebody leaves, they're branded a traitor. They're branded this. They're branded that. And that's not every Steelers fan. There's quite a few Steelers fans who do come out and say, "Hey, like we 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 love this guy. We appreciate this guy, and we always will support him wherever he goes." But there there are some pretty loud fans, Josh, who sometimes just take it a little too far when a guy leaves your team and leaves your team for a, for a, an opponent that you don't like, and they take it the extra level. And I'm just like, what? Why, why do y'all, why do y'all do that? Why do y'all try to do so much? I mean, like you said, let's, let's just make it clear that this is something all sports fans do for all teams yes, and all leagues. True. So this definitely isn't something exclusive to Steelers fans. And to be fair, there are times where players definitely burn bridges on their way out of town. I, and that's I mean, different. That's different. Yeah. And then I'm the, the guy that comes in to mind immediately for the Steelers is James Harrison. He, mm. uh, he made sure to really let Steelers Nation know how he felt about the organization on his way out of town. And honestly, I'm, I'm way more offended at somebody somebody going to the Patriots immediately after leaving us than, <laughs> than, the, Steel, than the Bengals, if I'm being perfectly honest. So I think that's uh, way more egregious than what Mike Hilton did. But, but, but in all seriousness, to the issue that Hilton's speaking of, why does he have so much real estate in your head that after he leaves the Steelers amicably in free agency for a, be- a for a much better deal for, I believe he's under, he was undrafted, right? Yes. He's an undrafted guy. This is his first real payday in the NFL. So yeah, if the Steelers weren't going to give him that, like take it from the team that did, I have, there's no animosity there. The dude's getting paid. He's very good at what he does. And Steelers fans need to calm down once again. There's absolutely no reason to be to be like this towards a guy who gave he gave he gave the Steelers everything he had and he did not leave because of any any reason that had anything to actually do with the team or the city. It's just business sometimes. It's just business. And and, and again, you talk about that contract that he got. You know, he's the 12th highest paid player on the on the Bengals roster right now. His cap hit this year would have been $5.3 It would have went down to 22 and 22 to $5 million, but it would have been $6 million in 2023 and, se- and seven, $7.4 million in 2024. Granted, you know, it would have been – it would have been – it's for a lot more front-loaded. There were $6 million in dead money this upcoming year. But still, that's the thing about – about about this contract and about you know about Mike Hilton it's like he didn't do nothing wrong he got paid you know when uh um uh you know you know when 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 team when there's sometimes like when Antonio Brown when he burnt every bridge and just showed his entire rear end I try not to cuss on this on this podcast that's a, that, that's a special situation I don't think anything's ever gonna really top how he left the Steelers right Right. But when like Javon Hargrave left, you know, he got a mega payday to go play for the Eagles. Nobody was mad at that. And it was funny because uh, it was 
so this was uh you know this is last summer where when we're doing the the crossover podcast and, and our guy jake from locked on Bengals, he was like so chris do you guys hate the you, you javon hargrave because he went and played for the eagles like no it's, it's, it's not like he joined our division rivals and then crushed the leg of our star quarterback in a playoff game and ruined the chances of the franchise ever winning another playoff game and then of course that was you know a pointed d- d- dagger at him but that's my point is most of the time steelers fans are cool i remember as a kid people not being that mad at, at, at Rod Woodson winning a Super Bowl with the Ravens, you know, and, and again, now granted that was the Ravens before they were the Ravens Ravens, you know, they, they you know, they, the Steelers and Ravens didn't like each other, but it wasn't, it wasn't the animus that we saw in the mid two thousands when it really picked up between the two of them. But, you know, but again, that was a division rival. It's kind of like Rod Woodson, like, Hey, back in the nineties, the Steelers didn't pay you. You went on and made your, your hall of fame career. And Rod kept his Steelers connection. Like he, to this day, he defends the Steelers. He argues, he says, I am a Steeler. So like, uh, that's the thing. I think there's, there's a good portion of the Steelers fans that don't do that thing, but this is a thing that when you see it, it's just like, man, y'all gotta stop. Cause again, these are people, these, this is their livelihood. And if they see a reason to go make money somewhere that where, where, where and it can't work out in Pittsburgh, that's on, that's up to them. And it doesn't, doesn't make them a bad person. Like, I don't remember anyone being particularly upset when like Emmanuel Sanders won a Super Bowl with the Broncos. Like, right. I, like, I don't even remember people being super upset when at him when he left, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm just thinking well, of, of the most recent. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. People were upset when he when when he said that Peyton. He's never been with a quarterback that wow. prepares the way Peyton Manning did. And wow. Right. Right. That's a whole different story. But but on the basis of him just leaving, that was a different. That was a, that thinking, was also a different story. I'm just thinking of a recent example of a guy that left and then had some pretty quick success outside of the Steelers. But good point. Mike Hilton, Mike Hilton is such a heartwarming story. He yeah. was undrafted and mm-hmm. he came in and frankly he might be the the best blitzing secondary guy we've had since Troy Palomalu. And he just, he made electric, he made electric plays for the Steelers that really flipped games on occasion. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that specific outlier or that specific trait, but that may be, that may be correct. Can you think of anyone who's a better blitzer? Obviously Palomalu is probably the best blitzing. Yeah, I mean, he's on a different level. Like he's, he's elite category. He's probably the best safety in in NFL history. So yeah, Yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's absolutely in that tier, but, but with Mike Hilton, I, I hadn't even thought about would he be the best, you know, pass rushing, you know, member of the secondary the Steelers have had since you know since 2013 and i think it's a very fair claim look at you josh axelrod making good football even, uh, i mean I, I don't like i said i don't crush tape like you guys but even i as a layman fan know that mm-hmm. whenever he's out there chances are he's either just staying in the slot or he's going to be coming off the corner mm-hmm. and and again like and he was dangerous when doing so it wasn't like he just did it to do it i'm gonna be honest he's probably a bigger loss than steven nelson if we're being perfectly honest, just because I think Steven Nelson's replaceable. We don't have anyone who can blitz the way Mike Hilton could. See, I don't think the Steelers have anybody that they can do that with yet, but I do think that they can find that in the draft um, with, with some of the guys that are out there right away. And, and again, it would make a cheap option instead of having to pay Mike Hilton five-ish million dollars a year. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, again, I, I respect Mike Hilton and I won't miss him, but he was way too expensive. If that's, if that's the, if that's a contract that was out there for him, like I'm, I'm very, I very respect him taking that. Like there is this, as much as I don't care about money and I'm the irrational fan, like, as I've been trying to brand <laughs> myself, even I, even I wouldn't pay what the Bengals did for my Gilton. So like, mm-hmm. but also Steelers fans stop. 
look at your life, look at your choices and stop harassing ex-players who left with absolutely no animosity anywhere and put that energy towards something more constructive, like having a life. I don't know. Wow. I think that, I think that covers a lot of really good stuff there. Steelers fans don't do that thing. You know, and so we hope that we hope that if if we change just one person's mind out there, like they thought about, dang it, you right, I shouldn't be going after. It. That was the goal of this segment, and all if, it takes is one. All, all it takes is one person to change the world, man. So we hope that you all, uh, you hurt, are you heard our heartfelt messages? Thanks so much for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast, and thank you, Josh, for adjusting and coming on Tuesday. I know Wednesdays normally your your day to come on the show with Dean, but we appreciate you being able to maneuver your times around. Please let people know they can find you follow you and get more of your work yeah thanks for giving me a chance to have some unfiltered takes without dean button in whoa um, whoa shots fired yeah next week is gonna be fun uh you guys can find me on twitter at at jaxel222 uh cover movies tv pop culture media for the post gazette so you can find me on postgazette.com and every sunday in the goodness section very awesome very awesome do follow josh he does great work um and, and he's one of those guys like you know you, you come to me for football take you come to me for, he, he talks about so many different things and so many interesting topics or and especially relevant to pittsburgh so do check out his work he does a, he does an amazing job for the oh, pittsburgh someone just Post endorsed Gazette. my twitter feed that's amazing and and, and, that, and you do just get to enjoy his twitter takes which sometimes they're way off but sometimes they're on point uh <laughs> But as you know, my name is Christopher Carter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Um, you can also follow me now on TikTok. I just opened up a TikTok and I, oof, I well, still need to learn. To I, I still need to understand that. that don't admit that to Steelers fans. They'll, they'll unfollow you immediately. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, apparently yeah, I'm a bad person for doing that. But um, you can read my work at DKPittsburghSports.com where I cover the Steelers, Pitt football, and Pitt basketball, doing a lot of NFL draft stuff the next few weeks for them. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, do check us out there. If Remember, if you're listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast, you like what you're hearing, subscribe or leave us a positive comment with a five-star rating with it. Doing so both at the same time gets you a shout out at the end of the show because it really helps us out. Also, just some housekeeping notes here. We have opened up the topic bag in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. So what you can do is, and this, there's an announcement there, by the way, join the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. It's over 1,300 Steelers fans strong um, by going on Facebook, searching for Locked On Steelers. But if you have a topic that you want to get on the show or a question that you want to ask me or one of our guests just go, go to there you'll see that there's a link there you want to go to you want to email lo steelers topic bag at gmail.com that's lo steelers topic bag at gmail.com you email that that your topic and i will i will consider it to be a segment on the show and I, if it's a special guest that we're having or a weekly guest that we're having we'll try to work it to them as best as we can but thank you to all those who help make the great community that are the locked on listeners be back in years tomorrow with d9 pietro he and i are going to go one-on-one on some topics that'll be a lot of fun 